0: Well, many of you are aware of the fact that uh, around this time of year, every single year, uh, the OHEL gala takes place. The uh, gala this year is on Sunday, November the nineteenth, at the New York Marriott Marquis. It is uh, one of the hallmark events of the Jewish calendar. If you're listening from around the world, let me tell you that New York City on the nineteenth of November really concentrates on the incredible efforts of OHEL, an amazing organization that brings over a thousand people to their dinner each year with incredible honorees. If you have one or two dinners to go to each and every year, uh, make sure to put this on the list uh, because you leave there inspired uh, with incredible stories, uh, amazing updates, and this year especially with uh, uh growing the way they are and moving to their new facility. There's just so much to talk about. So the 48th annual gala uh, happens on the 19th of November, the theme is A New Chapter Begins. Ohel is Home, an expansion of services now under one roof, celebrating the upcoming move into their brand new home, the OL Jaffa Family Campus in Flatbush, Brooklyn, where they will expand their services and further help write individual and family life stories. I look forward to the opening of the Ganger Family Medical Center, Ohel's newest program, which is soon to open. And again, the dinner is Sunday night at the New York Marriott Marquis, November the 19th. With many distinguished honorees, we'll go through that list coming up. You can book your reservations at ohelgala.org, ohelgala.org. In our studio, Dr. Norman Blumenthal, who is the Zachter Family Chair in Trauma and Crisis Counseling at OHEL and the Director of the OHEL Miriam Center for Trauma, Bereavement, and Crisis Response. With us via telephone is OHEL board member, very active Lay Leader, uh, Mr. Ben Englander, who's going to be joining us in just a few minutes here at JM in the AM. Dr. Norman Blumenthal, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you. Good to be here. A pleasure to have you here. How are things going? Everything's
1: baruch hashem Going well.
0: The, um, uh, the, the dinner, and j- just a moment on this, uh, I, I say it every time, and I'm assuming you've had an opportunity to be there. Yes, the bed, sure. sure. Is one of the most inspiring nights of the year. There is always something that people leave with, an incredible feeling of uh, something that they've learned about what OHIL does, or they've met a foster family or an individual who's doing remarkable things. So you, as well as I, recommend that everybody be there on the 19th of November.
1: I have to tell you that I started at OHIL about 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 four years ago, uh, and I had already been in the field uh, 35 years, and I didn't even have any sense myself, the scope and the breadth of what uh, OHIL does, so it really is an opportunity. To get an aerial view and see the breadth of services that all provides
0: uh ben englander as we said is an ohel board member ben welcome back to JM in the am
2: great to be here Nahum. thanks
0: for having me on the show i appreciate that jump in whenever you wish because i want to start with the houston story you know that we uh we we actually have a member of our staff that's from houston texas and for that reason and for many others we decided to go back like we did uh, two years ago uh to uh, bring uh, attention and to really uh, shine some attention on the needs down there in the Houston community, and I know that our listeners worldwide participated <coughs> in uh, in one or more of the emergency relief funds that we were speaking about. Plus, we brought some Jewish music down there with uh, Mordechai Shapiro. Uh, Houston happens. This terrible storm, uh, gentlemen. Tell me, tell me, at what point someone decided that you have to jump into action?
2: I'll, uh, I'll I'll start with this. So um, my uh, my Machutin, Rick Gutman uh, is the uh, president of UOS, the United Orthodox Synagogues, the the shul that was impacted uh, most severely in the recent storm and in, and in the previous three years as well. Right. Uh, where Rabbi Barry Gelman is the maradasra and and. Uh, uh, I had just seen the incredible scope through what had taken place personally to Rick and his family, uh, and as always in these types of situations, there's an opportunity to speak to uh, David Mandel, uh, uh, the incredible CEO of Ohel. Uh, you know, just uh, let's see what we can do. And David is as always receptive to the idea because it's Ohel's mission to jump into action near and far when it's necessary, no matter uh, you know what what the situation is. And David immediately. Uh, imagined uh, sending a, a, an incredibly capable team from Ohel uh, to, to help, and in, 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 in numerous uh, calls with uh, with Rick and other leaders, it, the, the idea began to take shape uh, uh, that this amazing team uh, from Ohel, led by Dr. Blumenthal, could could go down there and really have an impact uh, with uh, with some what I'm sure Dr. Blumenthal will speak about. But that really started in an early conversation, and of course Ohel, because uh, of, of everything. Uh, Uh, they they are capable of doing and and the incredible team was able to jump into action quickly you know when maybe other organizations couldn't even mobilize as quickly and really have an impact down there so
0: that's kind of how it started so dr. Blumenthal you were down there two times and there are some people that are somewhat skeptical knowing that uh, in the aftermath of the storm what people need to concentrate down there is the status of their homes and basic survival so there's some who are skeptical whether, in fact, trauma and crisis response teams play a role in a situation like that. What, in fact, did your team do to help out down in Houston, Texas?
1: So the first trip was primarily counseling. And uh, we had two uh, RVs set up outside of the UOHS because the school itself was really just you couldn't get into it. In fact, we got a tour of the, of the synagogue and we had to wear masks right. because of the mold and the dust and uh, whatever else was there. Um, so we saw a <coughs> number of children, <coughs> excuse me, a number of teenagers, adults, um, and there is some truth to it. There is, uh, there, you know, there is a, when there's a preoccupation with practical matters, yeah. some of the emotional matters do take a back seat. But there were those, m- maybe more of the highly traumatized, who needed emotional support at that point as well. Our second trip, which was last week, was a, more educational in nature, where we went to several schools. We've actually presented at the University of Houston. Uh, to the staff there on uh, trauma relief, and particularly disaster relief uh, after a storm and after what may be a recurrent trauma. The
0: schools are in a unique situation because you're dealing with a student body, some of whom were completely unaffected by the storm, and others whose lives are devastated. Reminiscent of Manhattan during Sandy when this neighborhood was devastated and we traveled a mile north. There was nobody there who was doing anything other than their regular day. That's right. And that's an
1: important point, And I'll add to it even among the staff, teachers who were right. displaced and traumatized, and some who were not. Um, and it's interesting, we actually observed that there was almost like uh, uh, mathematics going on. I had six inches, I had six right. feet, I had two. They were very uh, focused. On the amount. and That determined was, the severity of uh, the. The yeah. severity. And there was what I think we can loosely refer to as survivor guilt, that those who were spared mm-hmm. almost felt guilty and self-conscious that uh, they weren't affected when the devastation was so widespread in that particular community. You know,
0: you know when we were down there, <laughs> when we were down there, it, it is remarkable to meet people in almost identical situations if there is such a thing. Uh, Some of whom are, you know, it's noticeable. It's going to take many, many months for them to recover. And others who are literally ready to, you know, bounce back the next morning. It's remarkable to see that. Reminiscent of 9-11, where some people were traumatized, you know, till this day who were in the building. And others, you know, walked out of the building and basically restarted their lives a few hours later.
1: Sure. Well, that's one of the mysteries of post-trauma response that's studied exhaustively why there's such unique responses. And there are. Everybody responds uh, in in its own unique fashion, what was also very unique about the Houston storm was that let's say you, met, you referenced Sandy and 9/11; right. those are horrific traumas. But we can safely say to traumatize adults and more importantly to traumatize children that this is a rare event. Right. This can occur once. Uh, I mean, I think Sandy was the confluence right. of several meteorological mm-hmm. factors. Once that, in a hundred years. Once right. in a hundred years. Uh, this was the third uh, significant flooding that they've had in Houston just in the last 18 months. Right. So we're dealing with a type of trauma that we don't have that way of soothing the uh, victims by telling them, well, this is a rare event. You can now rest right. assured that it won't happen again when there is a ch- distinct chance that it could
0: happen again. Dr. Norman Blumenthal in the studio. So the nature of the second trip was uh, lectures to classes, meeting with elementary school children, uh, groups you know, of kids who specifically... You know we were affected greatly by what happened. What was what was it so like? The,
1: the second trip was more working with professional staff, working with uh, professionals, functioning more in a tertiary capacity, which in a way so is telling more
0: teachers and principals how to handle how things. to handle,
1: and even professional staff is represented right. at the University of Houston. Boy, so boy. teaching uh, professional staff members, so that right. way it makes us more effective. Because then, how'd whatever. you get
0: to know so much about trauma? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, imagine this is what you're an expert in, uh, huh?
1: Having been invited to the <laughs> Nachum Siegel Shower. Uh, no, se- seriously. Uh, having grown up in a home of uh, parents, my mother's uh, survived seven concentration camps. My wow. father, uh, a refugee from Germany, who served in the American Army during World War II. Uh, I think it's in
0: the blood. Unbelievable. And then, of course, academically, you right. go ahead and, uh, and and pursue all these uh, studies and and courses of study, mm-hmm. and you end up with a, an amazing. Um, I guess we'd call it what an amazing regimen of material in order to go and, right. and, and fight on the front line, so to speak. Personal
1: and professional. Dr.
0: Norman Blumenthal is here. Ben Englender on the phone uh, talking about the Ohel Gala. We'll get to those details in a minute. So, Ben, what's the reaction? Dr. Blumenthal just uh, you know, uh, outlined for us what these two trips were like. Um, you know, What's the reaction from the community down in Houston in terms of Ohel's contribution down there?
2: I've been in touch with uh, Rick uh, extensively on, on on how it has turned out, and he did explain to me first of all tremendous machinations uh, that had to be put into place immediately post the storm and what they had to uh, to, to overcome, and and of course uh, the impact that OL had was was great um, in in terms of I think Rick is a very pragmatic guy, and his first his first uh, you know uh, kind of what we touched on earlier, the first uh, uh, reaction is is to start you know mobilizing doing what you need to do to fix, to take action, and the mission was obviously to, to, to help raise funds for the community down there, but then, as, as uh, Dr. Blumenthal mentioned, then, then the reality, uh, the enormity sets in and the, and the psychological impact began to, to take effect on a lot of people, and they almost become sort of stuck uh, you know, in quicksand, so to speak, on how to react. They don't know the uncertainty, uh, the risk out there that down there that, that, that FEMA may take different actions regarding their community and they're not knowing if they have the ability to continue uh all these factors begin to take you know and, and I think uh, he, he clearly has as as, as 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 given me great feedback that OHL service has uh, services were were effective in helping uh the community where the resources there were stretched so thin yep. and they don't have the social services resources to begin with uh, and they were whatever they had was stretched so thin and they realized how important OHL's impact could be and it really was and and he's given me uh, tremendous feedback that it was. And, it, and uh, I think people there were worried initially, uh, oh my gosh, OHEL's going to come, they're going to leave, it'll be a one and done, and OHEL's proven uh, their commitment by coming back again, as, as Dr. Blumenthal just mentioned, and staying with it and staying in touch with uh, uh, the people and, and OHEL's, uh, you know, online resources and, and telephone resources, and people are continuing to avail themselves of that. And 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 this is the power of OHEL. Uh, you know, it was clear during Hurricane Sandy, when it was local, uh, and other trauma events, and I, even on a long-distance basis, and I think that's very consistent with uh, the message of this year's uh, of this year's uh, uh, gala. Uh, there, you know, all health services are are incredibly broad, and we continue to expand them in the new Jaffa Family Campus, and, and this is just one example of the breadth of those uh, of those resources and and, and, and options.
0: Dr. Blumenthal, you want to add? Something? Yeah, I just
1: I just want to uh, you know resonate with what Rick just said, and also Ben. Um, I'm sorry, Ben no just problem. said, and then yeah, I mentioned you've been that. dealing a lot with Rick, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I got it very early to get here this morning, <laughs> uh, and also thank uh, you know Rick and David for arranging it. But I do have to mention some of the other people sure. that's really, uh, who are so involved. I mean, first of all, Holly Davis down in, in, in Houston. I don't uh, know hey, if she slept since the yeah. storm, she really orchestrated a great deal. Uh, we had Civi Ryder with us, who was really important in terms of sanding, came with the uh wealth of material that we were able to use in Sandy and adapt to the situation. We had Svi Wesson with us who runs our mobile team. And Cheryl has also had worked extensively at the time uh, with Sandy. So we really had a, a very varied team that were able to cover a lot of different bases.
0: What do you say to people who say to you, I don't know what to say? We're getting, unfortunately, a little bit better at this because we're getting used to these situations. Uh, but there are people who have relatives down there and, of course, you know, deal with people in other types of traumatic situations and they really don't know What to say? Is there a good guideline you can give us on that?
1: Well, I think the guideline is uh, Chumash's description of Aaron's response when he lost his two sons, Vayidam Aaron. Sometimes silence is the best response, and just letting people know that you're there for them and you care for them. uh, And sometimes that's a lot more effective than trying to give sort of some solu solution, pet solutions that really are not uh, applicable. My my rabbi likes to say a fish would never get caught if it kept his mouth shut. Uh, sometimes it's good to keep your mouth shut.
0: <laughs> and certainly uh, explanations of why these things may have happened, etc., are not welcome. No, at that not at, time, not at all. <laughs> People should keep that in mind. That's for sure. Uh, talking about uh, what has what went on down in Houston, Texas, when Ohel responded, and Dr. Blumenthal and his team were there in the aftermath of um, of Harvey. Right, that was the name, Harvey. Right, right. Uh, the 48th annual gala for Ohel is happening on the night of November the 19th. And uh, not only for the work they did down south, but what they're doing on a daily basis uh, throughout the New York area and in so many other places uh, should be recognized and should be celebrated. And you'll have an opportunity at the New York Marriott Marquis on Sunday night, November the 19th. Starting at 5 p.m., over 1,000 people are expected at a dinner whose theme is A New Chapter Begins. Ohel is home. An expansion of services now under one roof as we celebrate the upcoming move into the Ohel Jaffa family campus in Flatbush. And Ben, I'm told this is a couple of months away, right? At some point, likely before the end of this calendar year or right after, uh, Ohel is going to be moving into the brand new facility.
2: Uh, that is correct. We actually had a tour of the facility last week. It is amazing. Uh, it, it is so uh, significant in that everything really is under one roof. And the uh, the Ganger Family Medical Center is extremely impressive. These new services that OHO will be will be able to offer, uh, you know, inside uh, their own facility. Uh, and uh, there's just so much there uh, uh, that that are all going to be uh, under one roof. Um, and and that's what Ohel is all about. It, it, people don't ever fully understand until they really get to know the organization, the degree of services uh, uh, that Ohel provides. And uh, that's what hopefully anyone who comes to this dinner will get a, get a, get a feeling for. Uh, uh, it, it, and and again, anybody the, the, is welcome to come and see this, the, the the Jaffa Family Campus for themselves. It's just an incredible place.
0: The heart of Flatbush, right, right in the middle exactly. of the community. Uh, honorees that night on the 19th of November include Irving and Miriam Langer. Uh, they are guests of honor. They're dedicating the Irving and Miriam Langer Center for Developmental Disabilities. Irving's a longtime board member. They are champions of OHEL. They've been recognized in the past for their incredible uh, contributions and accomplishments, and they will be the guests of honor that night. Their family members have attended Camp Cayley, have volunteered at OHEL Base Ezra. For children and adults, Joe and Dina Eisenberger will receive the Community Leadership Award. They are passionate advocates for people with disabilities and have spent time with OHEL individuals in residences, Shabbatonim, and, and up in Camp Kaylee. Pinky and Miri Friedman will get the Sign of Strength Award that night. The Friedmans are helping OHEL launch a Sign of Strength program, a program encouraging people to seek counseling and to help decrease the stigma associated with anxiety. Shalom and Zahava Hurwitz, the Foster Family of the Year. They and their four children are the Foster Family of the Year. They open their hearts and home to two OHEL foster children. They firmly believe that foster care is a viable and powerful opportunity for any family. The gala will be chaired by David Brescher. The uh, OHEL annual gala is the most important fundraiser of the year. So many of their programs receive zero government funding. Our community, thank God, responds and keeps OHEL going. Information, there's a website, Ohel. Gala.org, ohelgala.org. If you know the Horowitzes, the Friedman's, the Eisenbergers, the Langer's, and everybody out there who just knows Ohel, respond uh, by calling 718-972-9338. 718-972-9338 or going to the web at ohelgala.org, ohelgala.org. A wonderful opportunity to do so. I am always fascinated by the foster families of the year. We, we bring them into the studio. They describe what they've done and what they and their children have done for the foster children and their family, and it's just remarkable. If
1: you haven't experienced it firsthand, it's almost there are no words to describe
0: it. Yeah, it really is remarkable. So everybody, uh, for the Horowitzes and for everybody else who will be there that night, make sure to attend and to uh, give generously at ohelgala.org and by dialing 718-972-9338. And Ben, you and I and many other people in this audience have seen up close and personal uh, We Right Here on East Broadway in, uh, in Lower Manhattan and in so many other locations, the incredible work at the Ohel Homes, and so many people who are taken care of on a daily basis by wonderful counselors and great staff. Uh, they also deserve a shout-out this morning.
2: Absolutely, and, and as many people uh, know, uh, yeah, Ellen and I, we have our son Joshua. Uh, who lives in the O group home on Arlington Road in Cedarhurst, and we have seen uh, you know firsthand what uh, what uh, that that home is like and and what the organization can do um, you know uh, to to make the lives of so many so much better and and Joshua has been living in this uh, uh, group home now for approximately eight years um, and uh, it 's just been uh, a tremendous experience for him and for us um, and and uh, and they're just Ohel now has over a hundred group homes uh, throughout the area, starting from from very little to, to this to this level, and and uh, that's that's a huge part of what uh, 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 what Ohel does, but only um, part of it, part of the story. But you're right, it, it, it it's it's a big deal, and it and it and it, uh, it impacts all of us uh, tremendously. Oh
0: no question. In fact, it's one of the areas where you know uh, where communities, just you know, regular communities around town interact. Uh, with OHEL staff and, uh, and, and residents, and uh, for a lot of people, it's a, it's a tremendous boost uh, for the community. It gives a lot of opportunity for chesed and uh, just interaction, which is really nice. Um, information about OHEL's gala, go to the web at ohelgala.org or dial 718-972-9338. Dr. Blumenthal, congratulations, I should say, if that's the right word. Uh, on the efforts down in Houston, Texas, sounds like they were very much appreciated. Uh, I know that you'd prefer not to have to bring your sure. team anywhere. I'd like to go out of business. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we've seen uh, so many. Look at all these natural disasters that go on. Imagine what they're going through in Puerto Rico right now. It's unthinkable. I, I don't even know how people can be counseled and kids can can uh, survive it when the power is not back yet and. You know, drinking water is a problem, and, and so many basics that they need won't be in effect for them for at least a few months.
1: Well, that's, it's very common in severe trauma like that that there is a dormant period. And that right. It's almost ironic that when everything gets back to normal, that's sometimes when the nightmares begin and the trigger responses and flashbacks because, as I said, the uh, the, the brain sort of very parks very parks the emotion while they deal with pragmatics. So matters. there are
0: people in Houston, frankly, lay leaders who really jumped into action whose homes themselves, right. you know, they themselves suffered. And when things calm down, that may be a difficult time sure, for them. We met uh,
1: we, we, I mean, Holly herself, rescued right. 150 people going around on a boat. uh, It's staggering. It shows, again, what people can do for one another. No
0: question about it. uh, Just the the human spirit is remarkable, and community spirit is incredible. Uh, Ben Englander, I ask you one more time just to encourage everybody to be there on the 19th of November. You will be there, sir, correct?
2: Yes, I will be there, and everybody should come. Uh, It's... um you know if if not even for supporting OHIL, just to hear the stories and to see uh yeah. you know what o l does for the community and to meet the honorees and again, these are people who 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 are not just there because uh uh ohel needs honorees these are people who actually uh live uh every day what oh does when it's come, when it comes to foster care or uh, other uh areas of of uh, developmental disabilities and things like that uh... to comment and show your support for for what these honorees are doing for ohel every day. And listen and hear uh, about what OHEL does for the community. That's one of the biggest, uh, uh, challenges uh, that OHel uh, you know has is to have everybody know the breadth of services that they that they provide uh, and to, to 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 see the scope and and understand it because I don't think there's another organization out there like OHel with what all all, all OHel does both regionally, nationally, locally, and all the services we provide.
0: They are remarkable. Thank you, Ben. We'll see you the nineteenth again. Congratulations as the organization continues to grow and especially on the brand new location which we are. Quite uh, anxiously anticipating its opening coming up in just a couple of months.
2: Yes, we were looking forward tremendously.
0: See you on the 19th. Dr. Blumenthal, I hope that uh, your work in the area of trauma uh, is going to lessen.
1: Okay, Well, we, we're looking forward to helping people deal with the trauma of Mashiach coming. Oh, there so, you go. Uh, so that's, that's what we anticipate. Hopefully
0: that won't be too traumatic an experience. Yeah, right, Hopefully right. they'll adjust accordingly. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but you're doing amazing work and incredible things, and uh, as you've... Uh, as you've pointed out on more than one occasion, you are proud to be associated with Ohel. health Absolutely. Remarkable it's a, it's, what they're doing.
1: A, it really does so much, and so, with such a little fanfare and uh, boasting. It's really very, it's really a great privilege
0: to be part of this See you the uh, 19th of November. I'll be there. <laughs> Ohelgala.org or seven one eight nine seven two is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world and the web, and on the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the Siegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app.